Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Welcome to another Lion's Den up in this building. <laughs> Let's go. Woo! Yo! Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Happy Halloween. Y'all check it out. We had to put the mask on and the and the clown mask for these clown dudes out here. You know what I'm talking about. Yo, what it is. What it is, what it is. What's going on, Herm? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good, man. Uh, Tennessee Titans won today. You know what I'm saying? Overtime, man. You know what I'm saying? Football squad winning. And, and I'm excited about this topic, man. Oh, yeah. And, I know a lot of people like, hey, so what? Do the man, do the man. Well, hey, bing, 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 bing. Dick, it's it's about that life, about that time. Larry, Larry, how you feeling, bro? I feel good, man. You know, it's Halloween, football Sunday, all that great stuff. So I'm ready to get this topic in, though. Yo, Halloween fell on the weekend. Lions <laughs> then out here tripping. Uh-huh. Hey, look, look, hey, hey, yo, hey, check, check, check out our our. our uh, uh, window, y'all see somebody up in here that they've been a long time, bro. Where you been, man? Look like you got a uh, high definition, everything got a hairline and everything. What's up? What's popping, Will? What's going on? What's going on? Great to be back. Great yeah. to see you fellas. Been doing your thing. Hey, a lot of life movements going on, and it's been some family, a lot of good moves, a lot of positivity, a lot of changes. But hey, I'm still here, sitting in the background. But now I'm back, live and infected, ready to go. Let's have a good, good conversation. Right we on. got some problems. Yeah. Oh yeah, we all got problems, y'all. Just a little bit, y'all. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I see you, Camille. Everybody there, y'all. Look, make sure y'all share this, y'all. We ain't gonna keep you all day because y'all got to get some of that candy out. You know what I'm talking about. But um, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about what is the problem with the fellas okay <laughs> what's the problem what the problem is and what are we doing to i guess perpetuate this baby boy mentality right <laughs> you know what i'm saying on our side now this isn't we're not throwing the jabs or anything at the females this conversation is basically to have a true transparent dialogue about what is going on with our men and how can we help Right. Because it's easy to talk about the problems. Anybody, an idiot can talk about the problems and point out the problems. But it take a true man, true leader, anybody, male or female. Right. To really say what the solution is and how to work towards that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Herm, what you got, bro? What you think it, the problem is, man? Hey, so so first and foremost, let me address one thing. If y'all watched the last show, The Problem Women, you can see, I mean, uh, you can see Seth ain't sexist. He says male. You know what I'm saying? He said male and female. You know what I mean? So oh, he, yeah. He played that both ways. For That's y'all. right. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got kind of beat up for saying female. <laughs> we ain't females. We women. So he said male. So now we can go ahead and close that category. You you know right. <laughs> and before we get into it, man, we got to we gotta real quick touch on something that happened in social media that blew up, man. This was a good thing, man. Is mm. he a problem with males? You know what I'm saying? Is he a problem today with males? Or are we blowing that out of proportion, man? Mm. Data supposedly came out and said there's a problem with their sex life and everybody went in. Now, we're going to get in a problem with males, but is that a problem with males or is that a problem with social media? We blow that out of proportion. Mm. Larry, what you think, bro? That's a problem with social media. Like, why are we concerned with what their sex life is like? I mean, they've been married for what? Eight, I don't know how long they've been married. They've been together no. for a long time. And yeah. supposedly, they got an open relationship. So, why is it all of a sudden now <laughs> from the memes and all the stuff I say? I, I really don't read into their situation because I just think, you know, they, you know, Holly Weird is just weird people to me anyway. Yeah. Weird folks. yeah. So, I don't, I don't know, but personally, I don't really care. I, I mean, that's just my honest answer. I don't really care about their sex life. I'll, I'm worried about my own. <laughs> I feel you. What do you think, Will? I think as usual, man, social media wins. It's the next hot topic. Everybody worrying about everybody else's business except their own. It's a marriage. It's their personal business. It's none of ours. This is entertainment. So people to speak on it just need to be relevant on mm-hmm. something. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. And look, and, and I feel the same way. Yo, man, look, at the end of the day, I think it's – uh you know, it's a gimmick, right? It's something to get somebody to, to get somebody talking, you right? And, and, and get the us 
talking about it. So if you think about it, regardless of what it is, it could be good press or bad press. It's working. You dig? And what happens is individuals are more focused on somebody else's bedroom and seeing what's, you know, I'm talking about things that's not working in their own to kind of give them something to, 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 to deflect and talk about. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah, it's you know, it is what it is, man. I think it's weak, though. I think it's weak. Man, it's, it's extremely weak. But one thing I will say is this: uh, you you got to protect your spouse when you when you when you, not even if you're a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? You don't mm-hmm. want to put it put anything out there that makes your spouse or your partner be attacked. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. on a smaller level, we know they're celebrities and they do what they got to do for publicity. You mm-hmm. know what I'm but you know what I'm saying? Like at the same time. You put that out there, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? However way you put it out there and kind of set your partner up for all the attacks and all the jokes. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be cognizant of what you're doing when you have the spotlight, you know what I'm saying? Or, and even if you don't have the spotlight, if you're out there just talking and shooting the shit. Yeah. Will this make my partner look bad if I say exactly. something? Like that? And you that's the key. Yeah, absolutely right. And so, ladies and gentlemen, talk about that and the flip into this. What about those fellas that don't know how to do that? You know what I'm talking about? What about the, the men that, uh, you know, the males out there? And the reason why I say males is because just be just because you can make a child. Right. Just because you're of age does not mean you're of age, you see. And there's some old individuals making young men mistakes. So how do you move in the life? You dig what I'm saying? How do you move in life and try to move better, do better by and, and also grow and mature? Hey, well, what you think the issue is, bro? I think the issue is lack of exposure to positive influences that protect yeah. what a man should be. Because mm-hmm. a man does not have one defined definition, you know what I'm saying? So it can work differently for everybody, but you kind of become what you're supposed to on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And as you look at music, you look at movies, you look at television, the news, it perpetuates us in a very negative image. People start to emulate that. Mm-hmm. And we, as as you said earlier, just because you have a penis does not make you a man. That comes from experience that builds that wisdom that has us kind of fall into our place. And women help us to get there and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So I think it's based on making good habits. Mm-hmm. And, and good choices. What do you think, Larry? Yeah, and I, I agree with what Will said. And I'll even expand upon that. You know, if you're not if you're not raised around me, you don't know how to be a man. And then sometimes even if you're raised around so-called men, doesn't mean... <laughs> You, you know, they're not raising you with, with bad uh, influences either. So mm-hmm. I've had the luxury of both. I was raised around guys, males, whatever you want to call it. That was bad influences. But at the time, I didn't know. You know, I don't know. You know, I, mm-hmm. this is what men do. Right. And then I've been around, you know, some of my uncles that was just showing me what a man's supposed to do and how they uh, take care of their households and, and just take care of the forefront. But even then, inside of that, 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 that look, you know, that sight. It still was flaws in there because I still don't know how to communicate. I still didn't know how to truly show my love for a woman. I thought taking care of being a provider was was love. Come to mm-hmm. find out, no, they want you to talk. They want you to communicate. They want you <laughs> hey, to, hey, hey, silly them. Them. hey, silly them. They want you to talk back. <laughs> yeah. They want you to listen. Yeah. yeah they, they want more than a burger and fries. They want the toy with that happy meal, man. Exactly. So what you think? That, go, go ahead, Larry. You done, Larry? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm done. Go ahead. I, yeah. I just want to throw that hey. out there. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more with what Larry, what Larry and Will just said, man. Mm-hmm. It, we we become a product of our environment, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of males today, man, we're a product of broken homes. There it is. And so, so, so what happens is, like, like, like y'all just said, man, we learn what it is to be a man from what we see on TV, right? You know what I'm saying? A lot of misogynistic, uh, misogynistic view uh, images. Our rap videos, you know what I'm saying? How we mm-hmm. treat women, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you look on the flip side, if you look on the flip side, I know a lot of y'all ain't versed on country music like yours truly, but if you look on the flip side, you know what I mean? They don't have the same images of their women the way that we do. That's right. You know what I mean? They don't treat they don't treat our women, they don't treat their women the same way we promote or they have up. Now, I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put it like this way. There you go. They have us promote our women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're they're full of love songs, sad songs about why they lost their women. Mm-hmm. 
we, hey, I'm trying to cut right now. I'm trying to hit. If you ain't trying to hit, I'll, I'll leave you right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's so it's we're a product of what we was raised in, what's been put in front of our face. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we idolize those folks. Like, man, look at him, man. He got all the girls. Right. And our women, our women in turn see the same see the same crap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the reason why. I think that's the reason why we're in the state that we're in. And we're a product of what they put in front of. Us. You know what? And and I agree to a degree. Okay, but I do believe when it comes down to us being men, right, we have a responsibility like no one is putting a gun to our head and say, hey, you will subscribe to what you see on TV. You know what I'm saying? So I believe that it's a it's in a way a cop out. To, to 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 men at a certain point now don't get me wrong when you're young you you know you're still trying to find your way and you still get you know what i mean you you got the social media you got your friends your little buckethead friends but then the when you become older now you realize hey there are certain choices that i need to right. make in order to receive a different outcome of things because look real talk those individuals that's being uh you know publicized to act a certain way they're getting paid to do that you on the other hand aren't you dig what i'm saying so go ahead well, hold on, hold on, real quick i'm gonna let y'all get but real quick like you said when you're younger you know what i'm yeah. saying you're gonna you're gonna try to live that lifestyle but now when you're younger now you start to make the mistakes make these families you know what i'm saying i gotta get all the all the all i can so now you out there producing all these kids while you're younger you know what i'm saying because you're trying to live up to what you see on tv you know what I mean? Like the people, the futures of the world, you know what I mean? You're trying to, you're trying to live up to that. So now when you get older and start to get some wisdom, man, it's a little bit too late. Yeah. Because you, you allow, you allow what media, you know what I'm saying? shows you how to be a man because you don't have no real male, male figure in the household to show you what really a man is, you know, what a, being a man is you let social, you let social media and the media music videos and stuff like that show you. So younger, when you're younger, Kind of, kind of jacked you up. Yeah. All right. I see that. I'm, I'm gonna give you a different. I'm gonna give you a different perspective. You're right, Seth. It is a choice, right? But choices are based on experiences. Mm-hmm. You make a choice based on what you're familiar with at that point in time in your life. And as you're younger, as Herm mentioned, you're more susceptible to what's there. And you are right too, Seth. It's a cop out because yep. we have the opportunity to make different decisions but at what point do we make that decision is when we go through something really hard it's more so like you never know what you had to it's gone you know when that man gets his heart broke that that that, that's the real shit right there where now you're forced to be a man and step up now you got to unpack and be humble that's when you get changed and women had an influence on men to make them totally change up how they've been doing business because we do it for other people but it's different when it's attached to your heart because now you got the equity in there yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I do agree with that. And and the only part is, is what I'm trying to help convey is that our fellas, I think one of the main issues with our fellas is giving at a certain point, you're giving excuses and reasons to yeah. things as to why you're not taking accountability. Oh, well, this is all I say. Hey, well, I was in a single parent household or, or, but you know, my daddy wasn't there. Okay. You dig what I'm saying? At, at a certain point. So now, don't get me wrong. Some individuals aren't exposed to it. However, there comes a point when you can ex- expose yourself. True. You get what I'm saying? Take yourself and say, you know what? Apparently, what I got right here ain't working. You see what I'm saying? And whatever I've been doing for the last 30 years or whatever ain't popping. So I need to, you know what I mean? Do some things differently. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, what you think, Larry? Yeah, I agree. I saw I saw at an early age, you know, what I didn't want to be. You know, mm-hmm. and that kind of shaped who I was growing, you know, going through the motions, becoming, you know, adolescent to a, a, an adult. I knew exactly for, you know, and I'll speak personally on my stuff. You know, my father was not there, even though we're in the same city, you mm-hmm. know, and I was a, com- compared to what you've seen growing up in the city. I was a pretty decent kid. You know, I graduated high school on time, top of my class, went to college the whole nine. Daddy nowhere to be found. See, you know what I'm saying. My aunties was there, my uncles was there to help raise me, but a part of me still was like, "Well, damn, why my old do that though?" You know what right. I'm saying? Why yeah, my like old do that? Like, and why? Why do you think that was though? I don't know. 
I, to this day, I can't tell you, bro. And I saw him a couple weeks ago. Uh, we went to my uncle's uh, birthday party, 40th birthday party. And, you know, it's funny. And I'm talking about it. You know, it, it is what it is. He saw me out the corner. I ain't seen him in a couple of years. So he we at the door getting ready to go in. And he's getting some out of the trunk. And he sees me because I see him. It's nighttime. But we still, I know who he is. But he's trying to make it like he don't see me standing at the door. And I'm calling him out like, yo, what's up? You know, oh, I didn't know that was you. You know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, we ain't had that conversation, though. I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there. We ain't had that real deep, deep conversation. Oh, yeah. Where that the attachment is. Oh, and, there you and, go. And a part yeah. of me is like, I don't even know if I really want to have that conversation, to be honest. Well, I, I'm damn near 40. Hey, no, wait. Now, see. Now. Now, look. Now we about to dig. Hey, brothers, y'all got your shovels? Because we about go. to dig in. Let's so go. check it out. This is the deal. It comes a point when. Okay, it comes a point when that chain needs to be broken. Right. You feel me? And then rebuild. Like, just keep in mind, even with my father, right? We don't have the best relationship. However, I cannot give him the satisfaction of having all of the control of the lack of relationship. The issue is I have to take a level of accountability. So the thing is, there is going to be a very real and very uncomfortable conversation. However, I don't want to leave here in uh, full knowing that I had maybe one more little bit to give to say, you know what? Look, I don't need a daddy. You dig? Obviously, I don't need a daddy. You see, but there's something missing. And I know the only place to get it is with your crazy tail. Now, mm. I got to humble myself and say, all right, now I'm going to take these blows. You dig what I'm saying? I'm going to take them. It's going to be some things that I may hear. Watch this. Maybe some things about my mother that I might hear that I'm not ready to hear. You dig? Why? Because my mother was there my whole life growing up and you weren't there. So her word means everything compared to yours because you weren't there. Right. So technically you ain't shit to me. But I know that it's always it's always another side of the story. You feel me? What you think, Herm? Man, I think that so so for me and my like me and my father, right? Um, my mom and dad divorced uh years ago. And so, you know, my dad still stayed in my life, but I didn't grow up in the house with him. But here here was the most important part as I became a grown man. I, I feel like nobody truly under even though I didn't grow up in the house with yeah, him, you go truly understands me as a person like my father does. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because even though I didn't grow up in the house with him, you know what I'm saying? I, I seen I seen him, you know what I'm saying, periodically as I grew up. I am just like him, to mm -hmm. be honest. You know what I'm saying? Good, bad, and different. I am just like my father. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the, the relationship we have now as a grown man, like I can call him and talk to him. I talk to him all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He truly understands where I'm coming from as a man. You know what I'm saying? He's been instrumental in me, like trying to understand like why I think the some certain right. things that I think. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because shit, I'm him. You know what I mean? Honestly, you know what I mean? So yeah. I can learn from his mistakes, you know what I'm saying? And learn from his successes, man, because we think in the same pattern, man. So it's like, man, I needed that relationship. That's what I'm saying. And so, fellas and, and ladies and gentlemen, what we're talking about is not just that aspect, but what is the deep root you get what i'm saying what is the root cause possible root cause to you know men out there right and actually here's something else fellas what y'all think about this why do you think some men date down you see what i'm saying think about it why do you think some brothers date down instead of someone either equal or you know at a different uh level than them what you think will too easy man confidence mm -hmm. a lot of men leave the nest and don't know how to establish self-confidence right and that impacts how they're feeling threatened with the person that they get with so it's your person that makes a little bit more money they may be a little bit more intellectually enhanced than they may be they're intimidated by that so it's easier to get in a situation which you can control you don't like that challenge but what the, they don't realize is me and we need that challenge mm -hmm. i cannot be married to a woman that's Dang. just so submissive and does not hold me accountable because men need accountability if i can get away with this bullshit, i ain't gonna be with you for too long my mm -hmm. wife is excellent at checking me on my because i'm out of line sometimes right <laughs> of but course it's, but it's but it's necessary mm -hmm. and we have to go through that to realize that's how, what that's how women get our respect 
And some women have not realized that's the key. You're the key to most men to unlocking their potential and you by know, holding them accountable. Absolutely. And you know what? Another thing, too, a lot of brothers don't understand that or ladies don't understand if you build the ladder high enough. Wait a minute. Oh. Hey, if you build it high enough, we'll climb it. You do what I'm saying? And not just that, the right one will. What you think, uh, Herm? Man, <laughs> great, great freaking question, man. Mm -hmm. Because it's the easy road. You know what I'm saying? Who doesn't want to take the easy road? What? Are you saying like I could take this road right here and I have to argue, fight nobody, my word is law? You know what I mean? Bruh. But then I gotta come over here and hear you questioning, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everything that I do, and you know what I'm saying, trying to better me. Are you freaking crazy? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's the easy road over here, dog. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So yo, that's one of that's one of the things that men gotta understand is that we need women, you know what I'm saying, to better you. You know what I'm saying? You ain't yeah, 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 you the stuff. We get it, you know what I mean? But pick a partner that that knows your weak spots. See? You know what I'm saying? They know your weak spots. It can help you build and accept that. It's hard, man. Trust me, man. I'm a person that doesn't really take um, criticism and stuff like that too well. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. uh, some I got to feel where you're coming from. Right. So it's like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right. But if you have a woman that's down for you that have your best interest at heart, man, men need to understand that that's their role is to help better you. Dame Dash said, Dame Dash said um in an interview is that he don't have male friends. You know, he has number of women. Because he know that women are the one that are the most loyal that's gonna ride and die for you and help build you up. Men, you got a bunch of yes men that gonna yes you every everything that you do because mm. you're the one that got the power and respect. Women see through all that shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, big car. Think yeah. about the two E's, man. Emotion being one of them, right? Men don't know how to deal with emotion. That impacts the relationship and the communication foundationally in most relationships. This is why they don't prosper, right? Mm -hmm. So when you think about how that's contribute to the overarching factor on why men date down, because no one's going to get them to the point to where they're going to be stay fruition because they don't want to touch it. We, we bury so, you know, Larry just talked about his pops, his father. That shit is in him. That's deep. That's deeply rooted. We need people to help us figure those things out through our emotion. But we so emotionally disconnected. We think it's it's not you ain't being a man if you you emotional. If you cry. You talk about what's wrong with you. Yeah. Well, that's what's wrong with if we get too emotional, we explode because it, we can't handle emotion. No, right? no, no, no. And see, that's the thing, y'all. And y'all know I'm a huge proponent in counseling. See, that's the whole point of getting counseling for real, so you can know how to where to put that emotions. You see what I'm saying? Because to your point, you will either if you get too emotional, you will either explode or you will implode. You see what I'm saying? If you don't know where to put it. But then at the same time, if a brother is dating down, he's dating down because no one is going to deal with his mess. You see what I'm saying? But that individual, oh yeah, yeah, whatever you say, whatever you say, but low key, they're going through it. You see what I'm saying? There's some things that they need to process, but you may not give him that, uh, I guess that platform or whatever to do it. So we feel like everything he's doing is on point. Then not just this. How can you tell someone something new that know everything? Hey, that's the ego. That's the other E. Of course. Ego. That's ego. So, so therefore a brother, man, men, males would date down because no one is challenging them enough to bring that out. What you think, uh, Larry? Yeah, but you, you some of them date down just because they just want that control. I mean, it's just a control mm. thing. It ain't got mm. nothing to do with, you know, wanting a woman that's e equal or higher than them that's going to push them to higher limits. If I'm raised around pimps and that's all I know is pimp stuff, I don't want to be around somebody that's a, a houseman or a husband or, you know, doing it the way they're supposed to. I want to be around other, you know, women that's going to let me guide them and, and manipulate them as best I can because I like control. That's just who I am. I'm controlling. Mm -hmm. I like to, you know, draw the, you know, play with the strings or whatever. I don't want nobody to teach me how to, how to, how to better myself, mm -hmm. push me to higher, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and some of it just comes with just, you know, as much as we want to despise and say 
how you race may, may not, not play a part, or maybe you should figure it out after you reach a certain age. I mean, that's easier said than done for some of us. You know, mm -hmm. I shared a video with you guys uh, not too long ago in our chats, you know, and, and it was about the the video with the gang stuff in there. And it was, I, I thought that was a really deep video because it showed, you know, not only just being manipulated by your peers, but if you're vulnerable and you don't know how to really attack your inner self, your feelings or what it is you want to be, you're going to try to latch on to whatever it is you feel like that's going to what, what's going to protect you and get you by, even if it's mm. joining gangs and some other crap. But, you know, I, I just think for this for this topic we're talking about, it's just control for me. And, and everything y'all hit on is real. I do, too. So so look, so check it out, though, fellas. What y'all think about the baby boy syndrome? And I put this out there. And ladies, y'all chime in. I know y'all watching. I can see y'all watching. And, uh, and, and listen, look, they watching, but I ain't seeing too much. Of, you know what I'm saying? Because we're talking about us now, right? Yeah, I but, need to hear what you got to say. Yeah, I they, they, gotta, they, they the ones, they the pros at this. Bruh, the A. You dig? So, but what do y'all think about the baby boy syndrome? What I mean by that is uh, grown men that's too immature to... um do things on their own, all right? So what they do is, they, to, to Larry's point, they either try to manipulate, you know, different women so that they don't have to hold themselves accountable or they still in their mama's basement. You dig what I'm saying? Hey, they got to borrow their girlfriend's car and everything. And, you know, they're... It, they're with women that are taking care of their business. You dig what I'm saying? But it's only based off of what the women do for them versus, you know, the other way around. What do you think about that, her? So, so <laughs> the way I'm going to say this, man, it almost goes to the problem with women, mm -hmm. right? Because I feel like y'all feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Well, y'all, y'all have a different opinion because I'm never wrong. But anyway, see, hey, oh wait, hold on, hey, that that, that was one of the other times. Hit the bing, hit the bing button real quick. <laughs> But anyway, I think it goes I think it goes on to how they were raised, man. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those boys, the baby boys, even in that movie, man, the the the, the mother treated that son like almost like that was a, a pseudo boyfriend. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they they wanted to make they wanted to make him so happy that you know, they gave him everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they never really held him accountable for anything, you know what I mean? whatever he wanted, you know what I mean? They gave him. So he's used to that life. You know what I'm saying? He never really learned how to value women because the mother would tell him, man, man, F that trick. You know what I'm saying? You're too good for him for her anyway. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, so look, so I don't think you're wrong, but I, it was something that just, I just heard something, right? Just felt it. What about this? And, 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 uh, uh, Will, you tell me what you think about this. Let's say this is a old protective mechanism because the mothers have seen what society or someone or something has done to the man of the house. So therefore, she wants to make sure she protects him so that he does not, you know, experience the same demise or fall by the same demise. Right. But then ultimately enabling the young man to become a man by experiencing those things and learning and, 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 and picking up the things that she has taught him, but letting him go. What you think about that? All right. I'm going to get this to you in two folds, right? The first being most women typically think with the emotion first. Most of us as men think with the term logic, women are natural protectors. They want to not have their kids feel the emotional distress. They don't want their kids to feel pain, so on and so forth. Just think about when you fall when you're younger, the mother runs, boy, what's wrong, baby? Get get the get the Vaseline and the peroxide. And what the daddy say, boy, get your ass up, get back on the field playing with your cousins. Yeah. Be because we're trying to prepare you so when we leave this earth, you can sustain life by yourself. It's a difference in how we see things. There's nothing wrong with either one, but one's enabling that man not to become a man. Because you're thinking that you're helping that person, but you're hurting them. And that's what you see when you have a person that's dependent on other women to do things for them. Mm -hmm. They have not been forced to do the shit for themselves. And sometimes that's based on when that man in that household or around that household has tried to interject and hold that young man accountable. He was ostracized by that woman thinking that he was doing something wrong to hurt them, 
that man, which in turn leads to what we're talking about. That person is dependent on one now, now look for them. Now, now look, real talk. I see that. Now I see that when individuals are having blended families. You dig what I'm saying? Someone has a young boy, and then hey, now I'm dating this woman, but hey, I'm trying to get this boy some structure. Wait a minute, that's my baby, right? And then don't let him be too old. You ain't my daddy. Okay. So okay. I think, you know what my you say. I had that my my stepdad. You know what I'm saying? Because I met my stepdad when I was. About ten years old, and I told him, mm. you know, I told him that, and he punched me in my chest. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was no, you know, I I would talk back to him and say crazy stuff to him, and try to fight. And he put his hands on me. Mm-hmm. He let me know, like, yo, no, this, you know, I pay. I, this is my house. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? And, and I had to learn. You know what I mean? Like, this is the man of the house. See. Yeah. And then so that's another thing too. shout out to Sharita. She says something that um, I'm going to touch on. And, and y'all fellas and uh, actually it's for you, Larry. You tell me what you think about this. She says and mothers overcompensated. Now, when it comes down to women doing things by themselves, you understand, and trying to raise a young man to be a man, which in my mind is totally impossible because you can't do that. All right. But what happens is now this young man has too much uh it's a lack of balance if you will so the estrogen energy in a house and he's not able to cultivate that masculine energy and balancing correctly what you think about that larry yeah we got to remember that women are naturally nurturers right but it's, it's in their nature to be nurturers to all their kids whether it's girls or boys but for when it comes to males like for my instance i am a child of five Right. My mm-hmm. mother had five kids. I was the only boy, middle child. So mm-hmm. take that two older sisters, two younger sisters. Mm-hmm. If, if if it wasn't for me going over and, and, and hanging out with my cousins, my godparents and things like that to kind of get the influence of males, who knows how I would have turned out because I'm in a house full of women. No father. You know, there's no males in the house whatsoever. You know, stepdads here and there, but they're not real stepdads. Right. Mm-hmm. So to me women do what they naturally do. And then there's some exceptions. Like there's some wild stories out here where a single mother raised some awesome, phenomenal men, mm-hmm. but overarching over, over why over, overall, it's, it's just not possible. I think you need both. There's nothing wrong with having a man that can teach you how to be, you know, the, the, the physical toughness that comes into play, but also mm-hmm. having the other side of that nurturing and, and it, and, and how to, show emotions but also how to control your emotions the emotional intelligence piece of it uh Mm -hmm. it it sucks when you only got one or the other you know instead of having a balance of both there it is that's a good point all right ladies and gentlemen check it out y'all this is the lion's den don't go anywhere we're going to talk about how do we get that balance now and how do we provide that so make sure y'all share this share this share this and look we're gonna be checking right we can see if you're sharing it or not so don't say you're gonna do it and you don't so look don't go nowhere y'all we will be right right back one thing we can cherish during these times is family dinners think about it the nice succulent southern fried chicken baked beans cooked to perfection creamy macaroni and cheese cornbread you get the point Come check out Kevlar's Grill, where all the meals are cooked with perfection, professionalism, and love. Located outside the Scott Air Force Base back gate inside the VFW is where you can find them. Also, they have military discount for all of our serving members. Give them a call. Their number is 618-416-5700. And that's inside Scott VFW Post 4183. And they also have Grubhub. Call them now and tell them that the Lions Den sent you. Monique Slater is a top negotiating, award-winning real estate agent in San Antonio, Texas. Her focus is on educating and empowering individuals on building general wealth through homeownership while providing exponential service with integrity and excellence. Although her heart is for serving first-time homeowners and the military community, her clientele ranges from $100,000 to $2.5 million. Monique has developed an awesome team that can get anyone into a home and has sold homes in less than six hours. After servicing the Air Force for over 28 years, retired Chief Slater has a massive network so she can connect you with an awesome agent anywhere in the U.S. And if you're in San Antonio or relocating there, give Monique a call first to help you find your dream home. Give Monique a call at 210-237-7268. 
what's going on everybody? This is Seth with the Lion's Den. Are you or someone you know looking for a tool to help them be more accountable? Check out the Black Collar Mindset, the art of strategic thinking. It's a manual to help maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable every step of the way. Go to theblackcollarmindset.com to grab your copy today. Again, the website is theblackcollarmindset.com. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. Let's get it together. Yo, 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 welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Lion's Den. Y'all, we're asking y'all, what do y'all think the problem is with us fellas, okay? And fe- ladies, ladies, I am about to say females, you heard me on. <laughs> Yo, I was going to say, but ladies, please let us know what you think. So Marcus, Marcus, he says, society creates that stigma that men shouldn't show emotions unless it's life altering or your favorite sports team. <laughs> All right. I want to get into that one. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Touch on it. What you think? So that kind of ties into something I wanted to talk about is toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Is that a real thing? You know what I mean? I want to know from you guys, do y'all think that's a real thing? Because that kind of ties into it because when they talk about toxic masculinity, they say, you know, you're really not supposed to show emotion. You know what I mean? You're supposed to be misogynistic. For me, uh, for me, I don't believe uh, toxic masculinity is truly a real thing. I do believe there's some things in masculinity that we do need to look at, but I think overall, it's not toxic. It's just what being a man is. Mm, okay. And I don't know about, you know, showing the showing emotion thing. I do believe that we should show emotion. I remember there was a, um, a episode Snoop Dogg and his son. Yeah. His son played football and, um, and he talked about how his son, like, you know, his, um, his, his dad never really put up with him crying or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? But then we talk about Denzel Washington, his son. His son said, you know what I'm saying? My, my father taught me how to hunt. My mother taught me how to love. It's a balance. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's got to be a balance because the father got to prepare you for the real world. That's right. That's I think. So I personally think um, it, it, it's very true. It's very, very true. Um, I think the term that hyper masculinity comes from men that don't know how to communicate. You see what I'm saying? Because if you if you knew how to communicate, you wouldn't have to say, well, you know, you wouldn't have to beat your chest. You wouldn't have to say, well, look, I'm the man of the house, so I'm a grown ass man. Well, why would someone grown have to state that they grown? Or, hey, well, you can't do this because I'm a man and blah, blah, blah. Well, no. So in my opinion, when an individual don't know how to really um, connect their words or to articulate what they really mean, they utilize their size or they utilize their position or their uh their their masculine energy and they overdo it you see what i'm saying that's when it becomes toxic because you don't know how to you know create that balance will what you think i think the importance of counseling is something that we cannot talk about enough it's, it's important because if i do a lot of mentors um around the community right and when I talk to some of these young men and women in these detention centers and I ask them kind of what happened, what, what landed you here? And they always end up telling me I lost my cool. I snapped. I did this because they had so much stuff built up and it came out and they couldn't control it. Mm-hmm. That boils over to the prison system. It boils over to why these adults and this the, the high rate of domestic battery among black men so on and so forth. These are things that are based on them not knowing how to channel that emotion. And it comes out the wrong way. It's like you don't know where to direct their energy. You know, it's 2021. I can't say I agree with everything I see with these young men out here because we had some jacked up stuff when we came up too. But what I can say, it's a lot of similarities. They angry, but they don't know why they're angry. Yeah. Well, and it, yeah, yeah, I can dig that. Now, um, Herm, you talked about something real brief before we uh, got on, and I, I would like you to elaborate more on that. I think this is a, a good point of the show of doing that. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're asking, what do you think the problem is with our men? And this isn't just a place to vent and point fingers. Now we're going to bring those fingers together, sure. right? And see how can we come up with some type of plan? And also, how can we hold ourselves accountable? Not just where we are currently in our household, but in the outside community. And that's going to be a challenge after that. But go ahead, Herm, what you think, bro? What was that you was going to say? So what I want to ask for is, 
not just for you guys, but also for the people that's watching right now. Um, the culture of men and the values of men, uh, our father's age and our grandfather's age, our age, and also our kids' age. What is the biggest difference that you guys see? You know what I'm saying? And and where do you, what direction do you see us heading to? Mm. Go ahead, Larry. What you think? So I'm trying to think if I, I'm going to frame this. You know, when you talk about our father's age and our father's fathers, you know, I just think a lot of that is just societal norms. You know, the norms just change. And a lot of that has to do with technology. I think social media, if you want to go that route, media in general. But I also just think our norms change over time. And I can't really lay it out in the time frame of where it, exactly it happened. But I will tell you, I'm pretty sure crack played a, a huge part in it. I'm pretty sure mass incorporation. You know, uh, incarceration played a huge part in it because when you take the man out of the home and I ain't talking about just black men, I'm talking about men in general, you take them out of the home you let the woman be become dependent on the welfare system and this is where we're at and now you got all this mental health stuff that we don't know how to deal with because we're not really trained to, to know that oh that boy needs help or that girl needs help and you know it's just it's just ADHD just give him some pills, he good right. and we're not really really you know fixing these guys or these gals to so to speak and even with jail when we talk about jail it's supposed to be rehabilitation but it's not it's, well, a, it's, money, it's, a, maker, it's a money maker so, like when you go to jail you're really supposed to go there and get hopefully get fixed so that you don't go back again not make it a freaking <laughs> revolving, revolving door. door that's so, what man. it is man okay. yeah so what you think will man it's so many different dynamics and larry hit the nail on the head is social norms mm -hmm. what was normal back then i can't tell you what the hell is normal in 2021 because i was raised totally differently now i'm not taught to judge people like when you catch a young man he happens to like another young man or a young lady that happens to like another lady that's a norm to them to me it's not normal because I look at bloodlines, I look at heritage, I look at foundational values, etc. So what's valuable to me may be totally different for somebody else. So it's going to be different for everybody. There is no social norm. It's going to be based on the individual, their exposure and what they believe in personally. Hmm. I think that's the difference. Back in the day, it was more concrete. You get a young lady pregnant, you're going to marry my daughter. If you do this, you're going to get married, you're going to get a house, you're going to get a job and live happy ever after and get that white picket fence. That's a myth now. So now you have so many different communities with so many different mindsets. There is no social norm anymore. Hmm. That's my opinion. Okay, so my opinion, and I love that too. All of y'all, so y'all made some real good points. Uh, my thought process is this, y'all. Back in the day, school was meant to teach you how to work for a business, all right? Based off of technology and where we are today, now we are learning how to be the business, if that makes sense, right? So the technology has changed and technology has also afforded us an opportunity to be closer together with like the rest of the world. Because before communication will only happen in your neighborhoods and your family and that was it. You dig what I'm saying? Or based off of people that you knew or whoever, right? So I think that's the, the good part. However, the bad part of it is, and anybody can chi uh, chime in, let me know what you think about this. My thought process is that Technology has helped certain things to move forward. However, it has prevented other things. For example, what's not common practice now is common sense. You right. see what I'm saying? Think about this. Y'all got your smartphones right now. Chances are you got over 100 numbers in there. Think about when you could remember at least 15 of them. Right. I can't remember one of them. You did. So, so, so the technology, in my opinion, based off of your question, Herm, that has, you know, as far as the thought process of men, then it was different, obviously, for so many different reasons. Right. And then not just that. Think about this. Some of us are only a generation or two away from slavery. You dig what I'm saying? A generation or two from poverty. You dig what I'm saying? Probably still in it mentally. So so the deal is, hate to hit that, but it's so many things on top of so many things that 
have afforded us, us the opportunity to love this new time, but we're not taking advantage of it by bringing those old thought processes as far as being a working man. Like, yo, for real? <laughs> what, you scared to work now? You scared to get your nails <laughs> dirty? You know what I'm saying? Silly ass. But we forget that piece, but then we incorporate things that does not matter, and then we're not, in my opinion, connected to the goal of having a functional mind in order to have a functional family. Ugh. Bro, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> what hey, you Seth, one key thing you said, Seth, when you said a goal, mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. are no goals anymore. That's why we all over the damn place. What is the goal for man? Yes. That's the that's, yeah. that's key, brother. Mm -hmm. What yeah, are we, we working are. towards? Speaking right. on that, man, it, 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 I'm glad y'all both said that because it segue into something else i also want to bring up man you know i posted about this not too long ago i brought up a question and carrie you know i know i don't know if she's watching right now but carrie brought up and said we still looking up the martin luther king malcolm x mega Evans. Mm -hmm. who do we have today that we look up to like that that's right i was like damn like i mean these cats a lot of them cats died while born you know what i mean it's like yeah, where, where where is the leadership? You know what I'm saying. Now we're speaking about us. You know what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah. leadership in the black community, like it's like black men. Who do we have to look up to besides LeBron James? You know what I'm saying and stuff Check like that. Check it out. You know what's crazy, bro? And this is my opinion. And uh, Larry, you tell me what you think about this. I think even though we have the past as far as individuals that you know, we can consider scholars and everything, right? But those social uh, uh, civil rights movement, you know what it is. Think about this. There is, in my opinion, a level of fear. Reason why, True. what has happened to everyone that went against the system? What happened, oh, hey, oh. hey, watch this. Even in our generation, what happened to pop? You see what I'm saying? So if you think about it, you have revolutionaries so, but there are men that see what's going on, but are afraid. Cause like, damn, like I'm getting this much. At least it's this. You see what I'm saying? Versus saying, you know what? I'm putting the balls to the wall. I'm just going to go at it. I'm, I, I want to, if I can't have anyone to look up to in my generation, I'm going to utilize that same path that either Malcolm X, Marcus Garvey or someone else took to now create a better community, but individuals are afraid. Because if you think about when anybody back in the day went against the grain, so to speak, they were showcased. You see what I'm saying? And not in a positive way, just to put everybody on notice, hey, this is what happens to you if you get out of line, so to speak. Larry, what you think, bro? I completely agree with that. And I think that leadership is out there, but like mm -hmm. what Seth was hitting on, you got to tread lightly. Because the system just ain't, it's not, it's never been there for us, protection wise. We can't do what folks can do on Capitol Hill back in January. It's just not, it's not set up for us. So you remember uh, when uh, the Ferguson stuff all kicked off, then they had, I don't know the brother's name, I, I hate to say it, but he ended up getting killed on some yep. random parking lot. Car assassinated. Bird. He didn't just get I mean, killed. He got assassinated. What happened to him? Mm -hmm. I don't want to film it. Yep. Nothing. No, no, yeah, yeah, no. That was the the, the one that, that threw the grenade, the, the smoke bomb. He was, he was one of them, but there was another yeah. brother with Drake, and not him that threw it. I, I with that that's an iconic picture, by the way. I yeah. still got that in my phone. It was yeah. another brother that was like sort of the leader, like the leader of the whole movement in the St. Louis he area. Was a, he was a, he was an activist and yeah. he was assassinated. And he nobody to this day knows See? how he died or nobody's held accountable his for his name. Death. Say his name, Darren Sill. There it is. See what I'm saying? Oh, it's Something. out there. It's just a matter of like what Seth was saying. Every time we get one up, <laughs> if he ain't going to jail for some bogus crap, he's getting assassinated. Let, let me let me bring this to you, fellas. I'm going to get your perspective on. Why are we just looking for one leader? Right. I think we fell in line with being dependent on somebody else to do something for us versus getting up off our ass doing it for ourselves. Because I can tell you, I got three brothers that I'm on the line with right now. I look up to all three of you guys. My circle is who I look up to. Those who I expose myself to and put myself around us who I look up to. Mm -hmm. I depend on myself to adapt to whatever situation in front of me to be successful and win. I don't need to publicize that. So I think no, we yeah. need to start depending on one individual and look at ourselves. What can we do to make it an enterprise-wide impact? 
And okay, and that's a good point. And I think especially in this situation, we are and in my opinion, I would say this with a hundred percent uh surety that we are an anomaly. You get what I'm saying? This isn't this isn't something that we're not on the we're not majority of men, if that makes sense. You see what I'm saying? So we we have done the things that we need to do to keep our circle tight. But how do we communicate outside of our circle to bring, watch this, to bring those lost sheep in to turn them into lions? Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? That's the key because we don't have to look, yo, and a real talk, they don't really have to look for anyone. They have to look within. However, that leader that lion that man needs to be cultivated by another lion you see what i'm saying not a lame <laughs> you see but is he still there though because when we look around you know what i'm saying especially in the black community you know what i'm saying it, it feels like right now black men ain't leading that mm -hmm. we, we're not there to lead the black community anymore correct me if i'm wrong you know what i'm saying it feels like now you know what i'm saying the the the, the power has shifted you know what i'm saying and it it's our fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, who controls the black community and what's the social norms and stuff like that is no longer the black man. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. If y'all got a difference of opinion, let me know. Mm -hmm. hey, I don't there, see it. You're going against the big machine, which right, is the I agree. I agree with that. that controls the narrative, right? So I ain't gonna say irregardless because I think there are pockets of folks out there trying to do the right thing and trying to encourage our folks. But if you talk to some of these young guys and hell, you only got to talk to them. Just look at them, observe them. You see what they're influenced by. And mm -hmm. damn sure ain't me and you. They're influenced by what I don't even know if they have videos anymore. I guess it's YouTube now, whatever. YouTube but they're influenced by, mm -hmm. by the guys that are flashy, flaunty. And I don't want to say all of them. I don't want to put everybody in the in the in the in a big bucket but what i'm saying is they're influenced by the guys that really getting that money i mean so to speak like getting it and getting it in a major way they're influenced by the the drug atmosphere i mean just the rock star life so if me and you come to talk to somebody and we're trying to get them out of this this mode that they're in they kind of i'm checking us out like who are these guys i mean corn balls you know these corn balls versus if we can get little dirk out here we can sell we can pack a whole arena if we wanted to mm -hmm. And then we ain't even talking about little dirt. Now we got y'all in here. Now let's talk about how we can help ourselves and watch how many folks walk out. Who the hell is little dirt? First of all, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm joking, man. But <laughs> get it back in blood. I, I I can't get on that train because I understand how the media works. Because there's so many successful young black men and women minorities that are killing the game setting standards across the enterprise in the u.s and abroad so i refuse to speak in certain lights to demean us because we got enough people doing that shit for us right now so i can tell you there's more doing right than i are doing wrong this is what they want us to keep thinking and that's the rumor they want us to keep spreading because that's not true i refuse to believe that well, look, shout out shout out to miss uh miss uh dozier right she says or start a fundraiser she says, I'll be your first contributor in Power Black Males by any means necessary. And, you know, we do appreciate it. And ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. You guys have to understand this is not a um, this isn't easy. All right. Like we're putting our uh, our men on front street by putting ourselves out there first. You get what I'm saying? This, we're not pointing the fingers like, look what they did or they the problem. No, we're the problem. You understand? I don't know if y'all got the joke. See, what's the problem? That's the punchline. We are, and we know it. However, instead of talking about the problem, the goal is to talk about solutions. See, because again, Will, he already know. If we all we doing is talk about problems, what are we doing? Bitching. That's it. We just bitching. We ain't got time to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Lions can't do that, right? It's not in our molecular structure. However, how do we move forward? And sometimes we have to, and look, this to your point, Larry, sometimes we lions have to see what the sheep are looking at. Now we have to conform in a way. Now, don't get me wrong, not change everything about us, but how do we become attractive to the point where we're still getting it in, but we can grab their attention and then build them up. You see what I'm saying? What would you think about that? It's adaptability. 
adapt the building. I say they need to bring back these programs that they keep slashing every budget cuts when it comes to enrichments and after school programs that used to get us in these schools and really get to these folks and can talk to them about some of the, the nuances of life. When they cut that and all I got is the streets, it's hard to reach them when they're in the streets, bro. I understand that there's a way you can conform and do all this, but at the end of the day, if all you're doing is just talking and you, you're talking them 30 minutes and then the next 24 hours, they back on the block. They back on the block because stomach still hurt. I mean, your words ain't putting food in my mouth. Right. I, I want to talk about what Marcus just asked. What's the solution? And I'm gonna tell you, Marcus, man, because I know you personally, brother. You you a stand up guy, man. You're you're the solution. You know what I'm saying? We are the solution. You know what I'm saying? That 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 question right there really can't be answered by words. Mm -hmm. It got to be answered by people. You know what I'm yeah, saying? By what we do. You know what I mean? So. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you now, man, you're the solution, man. You got to get out there. We got to get out there. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 positive, the positive images, the positive role models, and show that you still can get it. You know what I'm saying? You still can get it long term if you go the route that we did. And it's not even that hard. You know what I'm saying? It's not even that hard. So you're the solution, Marcus. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I'll, I'll tell you another solution, too, that, that, hmm. that I feel like we lack as a black community. Our celebrities and our, you know, Shit. successful folks yeah. need. I ain't gonna say they're not doing enough, but I think they can be a lot more of an influence than they think. Than, than they really understand how much reach they have. Sure, they could, but but the thing is, it's too many. And listen, bro, I hate to pick up what I'm about to say. Okay, it's too many individuals at a certain level of intelligence that have enough money to funnel the mess. So. We have to culturally, right? We have to show them that that's not entertaining anymore. And then they will shift, right? They'll go where the money is. But the thing is, we forget that we have that control. You dig what I'm saying? They want, they're there to entertain us. It's not the other way around. You feel me? Like when you go to the movies, you're going because you want to see a movie. You dig? They make the movie. So it's like they spend a million dollars on uh, creating a movie, but then they make their money back based off of the population wanting to see the movie. So if we say, hey, we don't want to see that type of shit, they're like, okay, well, let's see what they really want and let's make that. You okay. did? That's the, That's the flip. Though. That's the flip right there, Seth. Mm -hmm. When you got a young mind that's so impressionable, what they listen to becomes a goal or expectation. When you have experience that builds upon that wisdom, not just entertainment like it was meant to be. So yeah. it's based on going through that pathway to see what are you doing and why are they doing it? It's education. But you got to be adaptable and you have to be enlightened enough to want them to get that education from you. Because I'm sorry, going in that classroom with that suit and tie not necessarily going to get their attention off, to, off top. You got to speak their lingo. You got to right. like Toastmaster tell you, know your audience. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. Man, yo, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> yo, this was a yo last hour, man. Bro, it's like this this uh you know what? It ain't over though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think it's so many different dimensions to this. You dig what I'm saying? But all right, I'm gonna do this live, right? We're gonna use this one minute. Let's challenge us in 2022. I'm talking about the den. All right, and I'm making sure everybody that's watching this live, right? I, I love challenge. Here we go. Yeah, yo, <laughs> yo because listen, if we're not challenging ourselves, we're not really growing, right? Because look, everything is kind of cool, but I'm almost like uh like Ricky Bobby's daddy, right? Hold on, wait, this is too good. All right, now we got to mix it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now, what do y'all think? In the audience, y'all can give us some ideas, but fellas, what do y'all think? What type of challenge can we do next year to? tap into what exactly we're talking about. And I mean, full-fledged, trying it. You dig what I'm saying? But but what do y'all think? You, you, you talking about like a TikTok challenge or something? Nah, if you don't shut your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful <laughs> when you use that word challenge. Nah, <laughs> man. Yo, you even listening? <laughs> this no. Everybody <laughs> dump ice on his head, man. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're trying to get attention, right? You're going to do this. Right. No, no. We're going we to do something for real. Yeah, I, I, I got I got one, King. Let's go. If we look, you got her, where he at. We all out here. 
let's target 25 people in these different cities and let's bridge the gap. Let's come up with some curriculum let's hit some target and let's do some networking with organizations where we can kind of keep it going. Cause you can do something one time that shit going to go in one ear and out the other. You have to have consistency through it. Okay. So we know a lot of great organizations. So we got to bridge that gap with them. So how about this? Hey, so you do the math. You said 25. No. All right. So look, that means a hundred. That's 25 each. Wait, wait, hold on. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you dig? Her, get your math together, bro. No, it is. But hold on, though. <laughs> he was like, wait, carry the four. That's a Tennessee whiskey, baby. No, yeah, I'm on that. But <laughs> what's up? I, I'm, I'm with him, man. So for, for me, you know, I'm with, I, I love that. I'm going to get involved with a private organization. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that, that deals exactly with that. So I should hit my 25 from that. But I think I believe the challenge is, you know, what I'm saying that we make sure we get involved and it's tangible. You know what I mean? Not just, you know, a Facebook message here and there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm here with the people. And, and the thing is, what the challenge with us is that it's not that we just doing it just for show, man. This is mm-hmm. who we are. This is what we do. That's who we are. And you know what the thing is, too? This gets us. In front of the microphone, you dig what I'm saying? It's, it really put the 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 teeth in it. How can we call ourselves lions if we're not doing what real beasts do? You feel what I'm saying? Other than that, we just talking mess and just coming together on Halloween, talking crazy. You see what I'm saying? So I think that's that's dope. Y'all about that? Yeah, I'm with it. Well, we do this I, anyway. I, I know we do, but you know, I just want to see it. You know, I want to write an EPR about it. Yeah, and look, hey, that's another thing. Look. <laughs> Hey, watch this. Hey, no more EPR. So, you, hey, that's how you know you really. Hey. They ain't got no more EPRs. <laughs> oh, I'm somebody. I, I don't. We don't write EPRs no more. Being retired, you know. What I'm <laughs> right, about? Right, hey, right. yeah. What about y'all? Y'all still do that? Y'all carry the ones and. But but we don't do this for EPRs though. There you go. You know I don't do this for EPRs. A lot of times I do this. Don't do cashing in my EPR. There you oh, go. Dang. So look, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're going to throw this out there. We're going to do some more legwork on the end, but we would like y'all to be involved. If you really want to be involved, we encourage you to be involved as a matter of fact, because I know uh, Foots is watching this. Everybody that's down with this and say that they're interested, put in hashtag I am and we're going to keep a tally. OK. And so as we're building this curriculum, we may ask you for your feedback. What do you think we can do? What do you think? You know what I mean? What do you think about this? We want to include you because it takes a village for real, for real. You see what I'm saying? Now, y'all can't say that it's a problem with the fellas if you don't want to be a part of the solution. Because if not, then you are part of the problem. You dig? It, is, it ain't nothing in between that. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So last word. Will, what you got, man? Hey, man. I say stay consistent, stay hungry. And as you said before, we are the solution. Mm-hmm. So we can't bring up a problem is not willing to do the work for it. The last thing is, man, we close on our house on Tuesday. Yeah. Moving next week. Man, we, we, we doing we doing big things over here. So I know I've been out the way, but I'm back. I'm gonna get my office set real soon with that good mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. Trust me. Yeah, I just want to say, hey, anyone that's tuned in, hey, we appreciate y'all. See y'all next week. Right on, right on. Larry, what you got, bro? Yeah, I'm already working on something now man where i'm getting ready to go over to the river riverview school district and get into that whole school system and start talking and, and trying to help out them young brothers over there man and it's just not a a pop-up one time and then that's it like i'm talking about really doing something where it's a continuous thing so like i said we already do this it's just now we're gonna quantify it and put it out got it mm-hmm. let's get it let's go okay Hern, what you got so i want to say this man um the problem with men you know what i'm saying is is something that's not nothing new mm-hmm. it's just a different generation of what's new problems mm-hmm. you know and like i said before we are the solution you know and what you said before uh seth about being a cop out yeah i agree you know what i'm saying but when the information is put in your face what you going to do about it that's it you know what i'm saying what you going to do about it i love the challenge you know it's time for me to you know to, to put more more action in the words like my man Kevin James would tell me, less less who and more doer. <laughs> there you go. 
I like that. I like that. Yo, and look, ladies and gentlemen, too, again, just want to echo my brothers, y'all. We, we, we're in this seriously, but we cannot do this. A, this show, right? This is over two years, but then also we can't do another year without you. We want to make sure we go into the next year with a more Define purpose because yo y'all remember how we started before we was wilding all right <laughs> hey them hey them hey them, them first shows was out there side chick conversations oh the side chick anyway yo watch the old ones okay <laughs> hey, hey hey look we, we went in our forties and you know kind of mature at that time but nevertheless. <laughs> Look, moving forward, right, seriously, for 2022, this is what we want to do. So collectively, 100 young black men, okay, between the age, and, and you know, whatever, but I'm, I'm, I'm shooting for between the ages of 13 to 18, right, right in high school timeframes, the ones that can get it, they ain't too, you know, engulfed with the, with the mess, but still grabbable. So, um, yeah, we're going to put this together and uh, we got your names. We see a few that says that they're in. But again, if y'all are watching this again, make sure that if you are interested in this incentive, this is going to be next year. OK, hashtag I am. All right. Meaning that you are in this. We appreciate y'all. Go ahead. What you got, Will? Hey, let's make sure when we put this call out, we're not just looking for black men. We're looking for men that we need to get access to. Oh, yeah. So it don't just have to be black. It can be the young men and be coachable. Absolutely. 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 Yes. Yes. Y'all. Yes. And let, let's yeah. I want to make sure y'all do know that. Right. This isn't this isn't just a call for a, a specific race or a specific uh, not gender, obviously, but um, specific uh, origin. Right. They, it, it, that doesn't matter, at least to be a productive, positive individual in the community instead of being a leech and a, and, a, and a micro. You dig what I'm saying? It's just a damn parasite. So how do we stop that? You dig what I'm saying? So, yes, let me see. She says, we're looking for male mentors in Belleville School District now. See, there you go. There you go. Light work. You know what I'm talking about? And with that being said, I'm going to talk to um, I'm going to talk to my boss tomorrow. We're going to see if we can do this quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Quick. But anyway, fellas, Yo, we appreciate y'all, everybody. We appreciate y'all being on. This has been the Lions Den. Y'all keep it easy. Hey, look, keep them clowns. <laughs> keep them clowns at bay. Y'all be easy. One. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com, a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.